Good morning, America. Welcome to a rainy day, hump day Wednesday, September the 13th, 2023. Oh my God, it's Wednesday the 13th. Does that mean anything? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show is back on the radio everywhere across the great Garden State and beyond at 107.1 and 99.7 FM on your Boss app or 1071theboss.com. Pretty heavy rain around the area as far as our drive-in this morning. You got rain out your window at the traffic center too? Um, no, not right here, but it, but it is. It's pouring all the way up and down the Garden State Parkway. I mean, I'm looking at these cameras and it's a mess. Yep. South Jersey looks pretty bad too, so a lot of rain yep. around this morning. So extra time, as I mentioned, you get some delays at the airports as well. Uh, so call ahead, always a good idea to call mm-hmm. ahead when you get bad weather like this and you're trying to get a flight out the, the heck out of here. Nice to have Nick back, speaking of flights, from his big uh, European vacation. What was he gone, about four months? Man, <laughs> never <laughs> seen anybody take a vacation Seems like, like it. I think Lots he did three weeks, right? Unbelievable. Three weeks? I can't imagine taking a vacation that lasts that long. I don't know no, what I, I would can't do. Either. I, don't know I what can. I can do with myself. Yeah, I'm sure you could. <laughs> Bye. Can't See, relax. Robbie and, I, Robbie and I can't be off the radio that long. Mm, I'll be fine. You know, I go I go crazy. I you know, once I get to ten days, I just I want to go back to work. It's no, th- like, three weeks is a long time. It, yeah, it, it'd be that. That's a long time. There are two things that happen to me when it comes to taking time off. Well, three things. First of all, people don't leave me alone because the phone keeps ringing and the email keeps coming. So I would truly have to, I mean, which is disrespectful, right? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of insensitive. If you know somebody's on vacation to call and bother them anyway. But I mean, I guess people feel the need to ask things. And you know, so I'd have to throw the phone away, you know, right. like a, like a right. burner phone. So that's, that's number one. And so that's stressful. And then you, there's all kinds of work that needs to be done to prepare for our being gone. Oh yeah. So that's number two. And then number three, I have trouble relaxing when I get there because I'm still coming off working. And mm-hmm. then knowing I got to go back, I start getting nervous again about everything I still sure. got to do. So sure. for me, it's not even worthwhile spending the money to take a vacation. Well, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. Too. Exactly. So if you take yeah. three weeks, that's 21 days. You've now well, created a new habit of not working. So going back to work is really going to be awful. Sure. So I'm sure Nick is feeling that today. <laughs> yeah, really. It, it really, it takes me It takes me four or five days to stop waking up at four in the morning. Oh. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. And then once that happens, then I'm, then I'm in vacation mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Big night last night in Newark, Prudential Center, the uh, MTV Video Music Awards. This is the first uh, VMAs that I've heard people buzzing about in a lot of years. Maybe because it's the first really normal one we've had since uh, before COVID and all of that. Sure. But a big night with the NSYNC reuniting for the first time in over 10 years. And of course, uh, as I predicted, Taylor Swift won just about every award last night. Well, you, own... were all, you were right out on the edge on that one. <laughs> I really went out on a limb guessing that Taylor Swift oh, might win yeah. everything, huh? She really did. She won Artist of the Year, Video of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop, and Best Direction. And, of yeah. course, she directed the the video herself. So she won the award because it was her best director. There are a lot of uh, women, I would imagine, that grew up with that band. You know, grew up Ed in the, the 90s and oh, 2000s. Yeah. Very excited. I call them a band. I yep. guess they're a group that are very excited to see them back together. You know, I mean, that's like seeing the, the Beatles back together for a certain Right, generation I get carried away well they were really big for the group of girls that grew up at that time yes. and was into them you know but I think NSYNC and the Beatles you can't really ever say in the same sentence <laughs> I, I would agree with you but I think to <laughs> I think that some of those kids that grew up with them it's that big of a deal oh, yeah. you know? it, I agree I it agree. is it, it is I was very excited yesterday when I saw the news that they were all together I was a little disappointed that they did not 
perform. They yeah. looked like they were getting ready to sell you some insurance when they walked out. <laughs> well, on they're the all stage. 50 years old now. I understand that, and that's fine, but I just. They're one step away from selling the reverse mortgage like the Fonz on, on those commercials. <laughs> you know, the Backstreet Boys are together, and they perform all the time. They couldn't do one song. Yeah. I mean, that's all we're asking for is one song. We happened to hear a Backstreet Boys song in the supermarket the other day, and I said to Rochelle, because she's bobbing her head along while we're looking at the uh, vegetables, <laughs> I said, You like Backstreet better than In Sync, even though you, yeah, I know you had those posters when you were a kid. I said, That's because the In Sync guys were hot. They were. So the Backstreet Boys had the better songs. They were just not as good looking as mm-hmm. the NSYNC guys, according to the forever 28-year-old Rochelle. That's correct. <laughs> well. <laughs> JT and, and JC were the best. It's not about substance. It's about your looks. Correct. Let's be absolutely clear. <laughs> no, I liked NSYNC songs, too. I just, Backstreet Boys are still performing. So. Our own uh, Ralphie was on the red carpet yesterday, and I know nobody really cares about Nicki Minaj and Backstreet Boys and all of these people. So we, I, we needed to have him on this morning, but he had some great pictures. So if you follow our friend Ralphie on the socials, he's got some of those up-close uh, celebrity pictures. Also, uh, Michelle <laughs> was live-tweeting from her oh couch. Oh, my gosh. She was- <laughs> How many text messages did she send you last night? Are you watching? Oh it? Like, gosh. Michelle, for the fourth time, we're not watching this thing. We're not 12-year-olds watching no. MTV. She's, she's texting me because I, I asked her when she came in yesterday. I said, hey, did you see that NSYNC was there? Because, again, I was excited about that. And if, so that was just no, a whole You made thing. a whole mistake to open the door. So she was talking about when she was there, when Miley Cyrus was, was performing. And then she's like, I see Doja Cat is there. And Megan the Stallion, I don't even know who this is, Sweeney's an awful co-host. She can't read the cards. And I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. She's the girl from that new Rolling Stones no, music video. No, it's not. That's oh, it's this not. is a different one. A different one. All right, she's well. like, she's reading like a second grader. It's a peanut special. I mean, she was just going all night. I had to stop answering her because I didn't know what she was talking about. I felt bad. I'm like, I don't know much. I don't know who these people are. Today in uh, rock and roll history, Joe was the very first VMAs happened in 1984. The host, right. you ready for this? Dan Aykroyd and Bette Midler. Man, how times have changed, huh? <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> There's two. I hip- always thought you want to feel old. Watch those. <laughs> yeah. They should bring them back. They'd be good hosts. Yeah. I mean, we're here, yeah, right? Exactly. No <laughs> one know who they are. Where does anybody even watch uh, music videos anymore? I don't even know where. You, I guess on YouTube, I don't even know where you'd watch a music video. There's yeah. no channel that plays them anymore. Yeah. No. I know this really has nothing to do with uh, nothing to do with anything, but if you remember some of those early videos that were on all the time when MTV uh, first started, uh, Duran Duran on all the time, and I remember seeing an interview at the time. For some reason, I remember this on uh, the news, and they say, uh, "Now you guys have been accused of uh, of having almost pornographic music videos with girls running around and that sort of thing." How do you uh, how do you speak for yourself? And Simon LeBon from Duran Duran goes, "We like to think of them as tastefully smutty," and I thought that was one of the best. <laughs> That's turns of fra- a great line. One of the best turns of phrase I've ever heard. Good on great you, si- good on you, Simon. LeBon. That's well, awesome. Tastefully right. smutty. <laughs> Much like the broadcast you're about to hear here today. Right, exactly. <laughs> and now with oh. traffic, I got to get like a little, uh, we got to get like a, a prod on his seat that kind of buzzes him and he knows to go. Well, I well, I mean, I thought you were going to continue to talk. No, you just stop it. in the middle of a sentence and expect me to start doing the traffic. <laughs> I don't the, get it. What I don't, do you mean in the middle of a sentence? I just told my little story and then I'm, that's right. it. Right. I didn't know you were done. It didn't sound like it was over. <laughs> Why don't you just decide what I'm done? Because I can tell you there's right. interest about uh, halfway, halfway I can through do, anyway. Yeah, mo- mo- uh, most of them. Yeah, you're right, probably. <laughs> Fine. Everybody over there! Get on up! Everybody out there! Get into it! I feel good! 
Alright, stop what you're doing Even if commuting Here's a song about Wednesday Hump day Rainy or sunny You're going to work to make money See, today is Wednesday's what it happens to be So gather round Don't you be wearing no frown You're loving the sound Of this hump day Get down Any work that you got Put it right up on the shelf And let's now enjoy yourself And celebrate Wednesday So move your hump now This way and that way Come on and jingle those pants Come and take a chance And let's do the hump day dance The hump day dance Here's your chance To do the hump Pump day. Oh, oh, it's Wednesday. Yesterday was nice, though. Got some sunshine in. And you and I uh, went and sat uh, out in the uh, patio mm-hmm. and got some sun. Now, the pool in our community is closed, so yes. we're unable to lounge and sun ourselves as you normally would mm-hmm. because the whole area has already been packed up like it's a, the dead of winter for whatever reason. <laughs> but we have a patio with some grills and all of that, so we sit and we get some sun, and we're sitting there, and it's fine, and it's nice, and the sun feels good on your face. Then all of a sudden, I start feeling like I'm getting attacked, like I'm getting bit. bit. Yeah. But it didn't feel like a bee sting. It just felt like a, ooh, what was that? Yeah. And I saw this little fly now. Went to whack it, and it's away, and another 10 minutes goes by, and I feel it again. I'd say about four or five times, and I said, what the hell is that? And then you looked, and you said, you're bleeding on one of yeah. your legs. I was attacked by a killer horsefly yesterday. He got you good, too. Several times. Yes. And it really hurt. I don't know that I've ever been bitten by a horsefly before. At first, I wasn't sure what it was, because it was clearly too small to be a, a hornet or a wasp or yeah. something like that. And I just didn't know what it was. He said, well, that's a that's a horsefly. Those do hurt a little bit. You know, it kind of felt like a little teeny electric shock for someone that's never experienced it before. That stupid thing would not leave you alone. I don't know what the deal was, but he really, really liked you. Well, I'm juicy. <laughs> I guess I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, he got me several times, and we finally get up and left. And we're walking, and I, I swear I feel it again. Mm-hmm. I look down, I don't see anything. Get back to the house, I take off my shoes, and I see him again, and I get bit again. And you said, it's your imagination. Yeah. You're just. There's uh, no way. It's not in the house. Well, he, yeah. I, he he just spooked you a little bit. Home. Well, I'm telling you, I say, I see him. There he is, you say. Babe, I'm telling you, you're just imagining things. <laughs> it just, the situation spooked you a little bit. Well, sure enough. Sure enough, I see uh, Rick the cat leap into the air about three or four feet into the air and do that thing cats do where their paws kind of like they're doing sign language. Back and forth. Yeah, like he's uh, like he's hailing a plane into the gate. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's just staring down at the ground. And so I moved his head out of the way with a napkin, and sure enough, he got him. That thing followed <laughs> us home. Our, my little fifteen-pound cat was the hero I didn't know I needed yesterday. Oh my god! Nailed him. Took care of it. <laughs> My guess is that we have bugs in the house all the time, and I just don't know. But, Probably. Because he looked at me like, what's the big deal? Do I get a treat now? <laughs> sure. We'll, sure. We'll open up the can of, uh, of wet food for you, buddy. Nice job. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, isn't it? I can just tell that he's not paying attention anymore, and then I, I go to him, and I hit his music, and then he just sits there like a dummy. It's stupid. Stop it. I mean, a little Be bit nice. it is. Be nice. <laughs> just a little bit it is. All right, let's try this. Uh, it's uh, time for pre-coffee thoughts. Little Wednesday morning tradition, get you over the hump, closer to the weekend. Have everybody go around the room. And Nick is back at it today, mm-hmm. writing down a little stream of consciousness, the first thing that comes to mind before they do anything else, before they have their cup of coffee, plug in their headphones, their earpieces, and we uh, we share them, and people seem to get a kick out of this, so I thought we'd do it again today. It's weird that Ariel, the little mermaid, doesn't understand the concept of a fork when her dad is literally always carrying around a large trident. <laughs> That That's makes sense. True. <laughs> How many people streamed that uh, Little Mermaid movie? It was like 9 million people? Yeah, five, I think it was 5 million in the first 24 hours it was streaming. On the Disney Plus machine? Amazing. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates on the ends of a loaf of bread, but no one has a problem with a bun. <laughs> think about yeah, that. Yeah, Think true. about that. 
That's true. It's only confetti when it's in the air. Once it hits the ground, it's trash. Trash. You know what you are, confetti? You trash. Trash. Alcohol companies never show a drunk person in their ads. <laughs> I want to say, you should buy some Zima. It's delicious. <laughs> Zima, yes. <laughs> Bring back the Zima. My name is Norm. This is my friend, Captain Morgan. He's a real pirate. Real pirate. Hey, pillagers. Pillager. You don't even know. You're making me want to buy it. I'm sure I am. <laughs> car companies always talk about how quick their cars go from zero to 60, but never about how quickly they go from 100 to zero, which really is way more important, especially if you see a policeman on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Over-exaggeration is an over-exaggeration of the meaning of exaggeration. <laughs> how? Yeah. It's tastefully smutty. Yes. People shorten mayonnaise to mayo, but there's no shortened form of Worcestershire, which is way more laborious, is it not? What did I just say? Laborious. I can't say Worcestershire. It's one of those words I really struggle with. How would you like a bottle of the Zima? Yeah, yeah, I sound like a pet of Zima or 12. (laughs) Time now, because you have. For the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local business organization, community group, charity, putting on a fun event, let us know about it. We share them every morning about 620-835. You may text us at 732-774-4444. Nothing laborious about it. Or messages on Facebook or uh, get us at 1071theboss.com where you can always see a complete list of, of station events and community events. Boss Roadie's on the move with last chance at tickets. Another ticket blitz for this weekend. See Here Now Music Festival in Asbury Park with Foo Fighters and Weezer and a whole mm-hmm. lot more. Cheryl Crow's going to be there. Yes. Redemption Whiskey Josh Wine Tasting at the Wine Outlet and Wall. That starts at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. And you can also enter to win those tickets and spin the one on the wheel and all that good stuff. Then on Saturday, it's the 45th Annual Festival of the Sea from 10 to 7. Local restaurants and vendors, some delicacies like crab cakes, shrimp skewers, paella, soups, bisques, lobster, and mm. other seafood items. That's why it's the Festival of the Sea. Yeah. And the 45th Annual, so they know what they're doing. <laughs> all happening on Saturday. Google them for more info. Boss Roadie Sea out there, too. The 9th Annual Point Beach Chamber of Commerce Seafood Festival 5K is happening Saturday at 8 o'clock. Arnold Avenue Registration is open, but only 400 race spots available. So sign up now, raceforum.com slash seafoodfest 5K. Don't forget the 5K, right? Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. The Renaissance Fair is happening Saturday (laughs) and Sunday in Pine Park over in Lakewood. That goes on from 10 to 6 both days with uh, food, crafts, jousting, the masters of illusion. There'll be sword fighting and a whole lot more. Very fine. Guys named Gary dressed up like Hagrid from Harry Potter. The big turkey legs. Lakewoodlions.com for tickets and more info. That sounds good with a Zima. Doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Mm. And how you doing? A Touch of Italy food truck festival Saturday from 11 to 9. Larita Winery in New Egypt. Live music, vineyard tours, Italian delicacies, mm. face painting, and fireworks. I don't know what the face painting has to do with it, but the rest of it sounds nice. LaritaWinery.com for all the details. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB. The community bulletin board on the way. We play the high-low free money game. First chance of four chances today. We do it every morning at 6 and 9 and then again at 1 and 5. So your first chance is coming up. We'll have the mystery oldie at 710 this morning. Another uh, gift card. I got a big concert ticket announcement for you. Also at 710. We'll go to the celebrity hotline. We'll be talking to uh, <laughs> Philly Ocean from Yachtly Crew. They're a viral <laughs> sensation. They do the Yacht Rock songs. We'll find out. They're signed to Jimmy Buffett's record label, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. So we'll find out what they're all about. Get the uh, Fast Five birthdays and a whole lot more coming up. Welcome to the Hump Day broadcast. You know Trumpy and Pansy and Conway and Perry. Graham Pompeo, Ben Carson is scary. But do you recall... The most crooked reindeer of all.
the lying reindeer had a very funny nose and when he made a comment you could see the nose would grow all of the other reindeer used to laugh right in his face they said that good old Rudy would ruin the presidential race then one foggy Christmas Eve Donald came to say you know, call Ukraine for quid pro quo. Then how the reindeer scattered, everyone began to flee. Rudy the lying reindeer, you'll go down in history. Well, I've been waiting for this. You know, I he doesn't know this, but I'm going to tell him about it. We do a feature on our show every Monday morning, 745, Yacht Rock Monday. We love the Yacht Rock. He is the lead singer of the nation's number one Yacht Rock band, Yachtly Crew. They got a brand new six-song EP out, Seas of the Day. Of course, Yacht Rock is kind of a, a fun play on a, a name you know, and so is their lead singer's name, Philly Ocean. Philly, how are you, buddy? Yes. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm great. And I'll tell you what, if people don't know, let me just set the scene. You guys perform wearing the captain's hats, wearing the suits as you would, uh, you know, walking around a country club. You kind of look like uh, Ted Baxter from uh, Caddyshack a little bit on stage. It's just, you bring so much fun and joy to the world. Why Yacht Rock? How did it all begin for you, Philly? So we got started back in 2017 out of just a pure love for the the soft rock hits of the late 70s and early 80s. And this music is so iconic, but truly, we just had no idea if anyone would even care about it, you know, six years ago. And here we are. It has kind of become a phenomenon across the country um, with literally thousands of people coming out to our shows. Uh, Many of them donning captain's hats, dressing up like (laughs) us or in some kind of a sailor's uniform. And it's just amazing and incredibly humbling. We're so lucky um, that people have responded the way they have. I mean, the whole thing is kind of a little goofy, so I think it's okay if we giggle about it. But all the joking aside, there's a subgenre now because there are many other bands that are, Yacht Rock is its own category. And some of the groups that did these songs originally now are performing alongside bands like uh, Yachtly Crew, and it's become its own little subgenre of pop music. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It is. It's nuts. Actually, to that point, um, we're playing a show in Tucson, Arizona coming up. And Ambrosia is opening for us. Wow. And, um, you know, we found out about that and we were like, wait, what? I thought, if anything, we thought we would be opening for them. But apparently, no, um, they're going to open up for us. And we're so excited to be, you know, sharing the stage with them because they're obviously uh, one of our icons. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's so crazy to see. Uh, you know, the, the crowds come out and, and many of the original artists are embracing this now. And um, it, it's all it's all just about having fun and coming together. At the end of the day, that's what that's what we do. We yeah. bring people together. Sure. And I know you perform with uh, Pete Beckett of Player, uh, with Looking Glass, who are from right here in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. The guys that did uh, Brandy, at least their lead singer. Uh, that must have been yeah. kind of that's a that's a classic. You must have been fun to work with them. It is so fun. Anytime, and we've even had like uh, like heavy metal rockers like Sebastian Stan come up on stage with us in Las Vegas. And sing a yacht rock song. I mean, it's it's crazy because it really it, everybody wants to be involved in this. Um, we just released our first original yacht rock song 
uh, which literally fits right alongside these iconic 70s and 80s soft rock hits. Uh, the song is called Sex on the Beach. Right. And the music video has none other than Mario Lopez in it. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, he, he found out about us because we did a residency at this iconic uh, music venue in Los Angeles called the Viper Room. And he just, he's such a fan of Yacht Rock that he was like, I have to see these guys. That was about three or four years ago now. And he's been a huge supporter of us ever since. Yeah, Philly, I feel like Mario Lopez could be uh, your John Stamos. You know, Stamos performs with the Beach Boys sometimes. I feel like Lopez could oh, be. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to get him up on stage now that you mentioned that. That would be amazing. I mean, come on. It's A.C. Slater. Uh, the, the EP, which has Six on the Beach on it, uh, is called a Seize the Day, as I mentioned. And if you pick it up, it's on Mailboat Records. And maybe people don't know, that is uh, Jimmy Buffett's record label, the record label that, that he started. Talk a little bit about, about Jimmy. Yeah, so um, obviously we were pretty heartbroken to hear the news of uh, the passing of Jimmy Buffett. Um, and he was just such an icon and such an influence on us. Um, not only his music, but really his lifestyle and what he created at his concerts. You know, I don't need to tell people that, you know, uh, Jimmy created a, a really a culture. Um, you know, his parrot heads are people who would follow him far and wide because they loved his music, but more than that, I think they even loved his philosophy of life, to have fun, to, uh, you know, come together with people and enjoy life and remind them of the joy and the good times. And that's really what we endeavor to do as well, and we look forward to carrying the torch forward. Um, you know, for Jimmy. Sure, that's a beautiful way to put it. Uh, again, that EP uh, is out right now. Before I let you go, I got to ask you a personal question. You sound like a young guy. Are you a young guy? How did, how did the how did you find this music? So yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm just in my early forties, but I will tell you, my parents had a phenomenal taste in music, yeah. and I, I've been listening to this music my entire life. Um, I love it. Uh, I know it well, and so. Actually, you know, the way that I came to be in the band was um, a good friend of mine is the sister of the, our guitar player, Tommy Bowie. Yep. And I used to karaoke with her back in the day. All of us have been in many, many, many bands uh, throughout the course of our lives. But it, it really, there's some magic that brought us all together because all of us have a, a, a deep love and respect for this music and a, a real deep love and passion for performing that, uh, you know, people, when they come to see our show, it's not just us standing there going through the motions, you know, um, it's not a boring show. It, it is a very lively, very high energy show. And it's a ton of fun. Philly, great success with this album and hopefully we'll see you next summer. Thank you so much for having me on. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. There he is. Philly Ocean from Yachtly Crew. If you've never seen any of their videos, you don't know what we're talking about. You're just hearing us. <laughs> just, you you got to go see the video because they are just a blast. Just a I love that name, Philly Ocean. That's awesome. Tommy Bowie, their guitar player. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I mean, Jimmy was a fan. You know, he signed him to his record label, and he they oh, just sure. um, Joe didn't they just release an album? Paul McCartney is on it. Something about my gummy yeah. uh, just ran out. So no, 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 my gummy just kicked in. That's what it is. Okay. So um, if you're you're a Jimmy Buffett fan. I think you would quite enjoy the Yachtly Crew. Google them and check out that EP. And they all, have- all this with all this stuff that's been going on, all the pictures and all the, the you know videos and things that are out there. Uh, they they showed a picture of his studio down in Key West, right. and you know, I mean, Marianne and I go down to the Keys every April, and we're and we've walked by this place 
uh, dozens of times. I, I mean, it's it's just this white building that looks like it's an old ice house, huh. and there's a whole bunch of stickers like from all over the world. Of people just put their Aww. town sticker on it. Oh, right? that's cool. It's been like that for a while, but you'd never. I never knew what it was. I've walked by two dozen times. You walk right by it, just looks like a beat up old, like I said, ice house from the forties, right, or even before that. And inside, apparently, it's the state of the state of the art recording studio. Oh, it's that's crazy! It's, wow, yeah, that's very Jimmy Buffett. Very, yeah, it uh, was very- Jimmy Buffett's Jimmy. Yeah, and it's literally right on the water. I mean, there's the building and a little walkway, and then the and then the water. Very on brand for him. Didn't we just watch a video? You talk about Jimmy. Maybe some people just know him. They don't know the music. They know his restaurants and his resorts, right? Didn't we mm-hmm. just watch a video of a guy that traveled the whole country to eat at every we Margaritaville did. restaurant? Did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe he needs to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> also, can you imagine the blood pressure eating all that fried food and nachos and all that's bad stuff for you? Tasty though, it's tasty though. <laughs> that's for sure. I just uh, that is true. I mean that that stuff is uh, that the Margaritaville food is good mm-hmm. stuff. Just it's good. Text message here, boss. Text connect from a Ralph who said, "Boy, you're quite the mouth breather." What does that mean? Was I? Could you hear me breathing while we're on the phone with the guy? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Can you hear me? Is that true? No, I'm not going to say anything. No, I want to know. Tell me. That's all right. You might. Well, when I'm sitting here and I'm waiting, you know, to come on and you're doing, sometimes I hear. <sighs> <sighs> well, that's probably because I'm annoyed. But he said, well, I was interviewing, uh, we had the Yachtly Crew guy on the line. You could hear me breathing while he's talking. Is that true? I didn't. I, I, I wasn't paying that much attention. <sighs> yeah, really... What about, can you hear me? A little bit. Yeah, she can. Yeah, oh, gee, I didn't yeah, know. I was. I'm just sitting here listening to and the guy speak. I'm just in, intently paying attention right. to what he's having to say. And yeah. when we're in here, I, I I'm sitting. You always stand. You stand for the whole show, and you're like moving and like. Sarah. Well, because I'm trying just, to get some activity. No, I, you know? under, I understand. They but say I'm it's bad saying, to sit for four hours. That's probably why you're breathe. Like you, you, you can hear you breathing though, because you're yeah. you're standing up and moving around. Because you move, so yeah. you start breathing heavy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean just because you were moving. <laughs> Well, I'll be on our Zipic soon, and then <laughs> I'll be feeling great and looking great. <laughs> and here comes your Wednesday Horrible Scopes. Good morning, Ross. Aries, today's moon moving into your sixth solar house encourages you to let go and reflect rather than pushing ahead of yourself. Huh? You're challenged to get a better balance between personal plans and attention to others. Oh, okay. Taurus, today's balsamic moon favors endings, winding down, and letting go. Avoid sweeping decisions, launching new projects, or starting relationship you want to last. Like the vinegar? Or- Gemini, consider putting projects to rest or simply to the side so that you can embrace your new moon resolutions and goals. Reconnecting with your needs for familiarity, comfort, and security is essential now. All new projects can wait. The vinegar? Cancer, it's not the time to strain yourself if you can't accurately imagine what your next move will be. But it's an excellent time for letting go of grudges or bad habits. Like playing chess. Leo, tomorrow's new moon gives you a chance to start fresh. You'll benefit from self-awareness and understanding today and avoiding any brand new projects if you can. Mm. Virgo, the new moon moves into your sign beginning a new power cycle and you should tie up loose ends so you can begin a new power cycle with more confidence and self-knowledge. Stay regular. Libra, the moon moves into your (laughs) privacy and soul sector. What? And if you've been neglecting your spiritual and emotional needs, you'll receive a cosmic nudge to do so. You need to relax and reflect on recent events. Tickles. 
Scorpio, today it's best to wrap things up and let the negative go so you can start fresh tomorrow with a new moon. You could be working on preparations or some form of downsizing now. Yeah, wrap it up, all right? Sagittarius, the moon gets into position today, so right now, aim to release and then let go of all the negative energy you've built up so you'll enter the new cycle with less baggage. Okay. Capricorn, the moon's move into your adventure sector today can help set the mood, but keep in mind, it's better to close up projects and tie up loose ends than begin something entirely new now. Of course. Aquarius, the dynamic energy of the new moon happening in your intimacy sector is sure to shift your central focus tomorrow. But today, during the transition, it's better to reflect than take action. No, right. Pisces, the moon moves into your partnership sector today, bringing a charge of energy for starting a new partnership or committing to a new way of enhancing a current relationship. Take in now and take action after the new moon. And that's your Wednesday Horrible Scopes. Concert ticket announcement time. Ooh. Eagles coming in concert. Prudential Center this weekend. Last chance tickets. Free ticket Friday is coming. Your chance to win. Free tickets to see the Eagles. We get five pair for you. Starts bright and early Friday morning. Right here, 1071 The Boss. We'll call it Eagles Radio Oh, all day on Friday for your chance to win. So that sounds pretty good, doesn't yes. it? Yes. You're a big Eagles fan. You don't want to miss out. Last chance to uh, get those here from 1071 The Boss. Let's say uh, apology. There's got a, a lot of complaints this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Joker. Person <laughs> upset that we make jokes in the middle of uh, Ross's Horrible Scopes report. So this is very serious. I believe my sign affects my day. I wish you would just be quiet and let Ross do the report. Now, to my defense, it's not the horoscopes, it's the horrible scopes. <laughs> so there's, right. there's a reason we do that. So, yeah, you get the information, but it's the horrible scopes. Mm. Can we talk about this for just a second? Yeah. So just yesterday, Lola sends me this uh, calendar with uh-huh. the zodiac signs and tells me that I, I, who am born in January, am no longer a Capricorn. Yeah, I never heard that these things change. So not only that, but apparently there is now a 13th sign. Which is what? I don't even know how to pronounce this. Ophesius? Ophesius. Ophesius, yeah. And it's uh, November 29th through the 17th. And it was just found by NASA a few years ago. And it, it it is true. I went on. I went and did extensive research. You can see her and I are texting back and forth because I'm trying to figure out if this is something... That is a real thing, and NASA says, you know, we're science, and we that's astrology. Say, what does NASA have to do different. with it? Yeah, but yeah, it is NASA a con- shouldn't have. But they did find another constellation uh-huh. that is a thing. But they're like, we, you know, we don't, we're not doing horoscopes, so we have nothing to do with that. <laughs> so if you want to add it to your zodiac sign, you can. But but there is. What are they doing about making Pluto a planet again? Anything? They're not doing anything there. Oh, but right. but this is this is crazy. If you do some research, it looks like your your sign does sometimes change. What do you tell me? I'm a Virgo years. now, not a Libra. According to the one that she sent me, you are, but I that was the only one that I could find proof in, but I found several that said that I mine had changed. So I don't know. What is he? He's born on Valentine's Day. Uh, Aquarius. But no more. He's not Aquarius anymore, not right? Not anymore. Let's see. You would be how do I find this? You you would be a Capricorn now because the new dates are January twentieth to February sixteenth. That's so strange. Isn't this that is isn't that that's what I was like, no, I've been a Capricorn my whole life. What do you mean? I didn't I'm not, I didn't change. Not that I really uh, put any stock in any of these things as it is, but I mean, because it 
Seems kind of. I mean, I don't. I don't. Your day is going to be what your day is. I don't believe the moon has anything to do with I it. But know. I know there are people that do, which is why we do the horoscopes. But they're the horrible scopes. Supposed to be lighthearted. Ross has been doing them on his uh, radio shows for years and years. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry she took it so seriously, but. So a lot of research out there on them, though. It's really quite crazy. Just another another happy customer here. <laughs> I was going to do this earlier. MovieWeb.com has chosen the best horror movie from every uh, decade. As we head into that spooky time of year. The 30s, yeah. they picked Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Good Eve. Mm. 40s, they chose The Wolfman. 50s, House on a Haunted Hill. I don't remember that mm. one. Psycho. Oh. Psycho from the 60s. That makes okay. sense. Halloween, the original one with Jimmy Lee Curtis from the 70s. The Thing. From the 80s. I don't know if I agree with that. I think there's better ones. <laughs> Scream in the 90s. And then throughout the 2000s, American Psycho, The Conjuring, and X, which I've never heard of. I would have thought maybe it's the one that's out now. That Nun movie looks pretty scary. Ugh. Annabelle, the little, the yeah, little like those possessed either. doll. That might be good. Mm-hmm. We went the other day to see the uh, the Denzel Washington movie, and they show the preview for the new Exorcist, which has got all those people back. Oh, my God. Does that looks look terrifying? terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it does. And now oh. there's two of them that are... That are possessed, not just one. <laughs> I mean, there's two. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't need to see that. I'm not into it. We got two people possessed now. No. <laughs> Too much. One in five people say they hate corporate buzzwords because they get them so much in email. 85% of workers say they're annoyed at least once a week by someone in their hierarchy, meaning a boss they report to. Uh, words that cause the most strife. Mm-hmm. The new normal. Circle mm. back. The circle back is the worst. Give 110%. And of course... The old favorite, think outside the box. Mm. I do the circle back. No, I don't like that. I don't know why. I'm just circling back. No, <laughs> I, know haven't means? An, I haven't answered you yet for a reason. Right. Circling back means, listen, hey, pay attention. I'm trying to get your trying to get you to write me back. Circling back, I need an answer on this. Be you, patient. You jerk. <laughs> I hate when that happens, especially when it's a vendor, a person that you're just dealing with. They don't respond. You need information, you know. So I'm circling back here trying to figure it out. Yeah. Also, um... I won't even go there. Won't even do it. Okay. <laughs> Probably best not to do it. I had a big 5 a.m. temper tantrum this morning because there were some overnight Oh, you emails. did? How yeah. come? Why? What happened? <laughs> no, I don't want to get into it. Should probably not go there, Joe. <laughs> Literally. The studio was a mess. Something happened. What yeah, happened? It's correct. But, it, but I, I was blamed for it. And so I'm, you know, the people uh, didn't have all the information. So I'm. There was, I, I so literally yelled at someone anyway before you got all the information. No, no, no I was no. yelled at before they yelled. had all the information. Oh, yeah. I'll let you guess who that was. So I'm, I'm a little. I didn't even. I literally lost sleep last night because I made the mistake of checking my mail before I went to bed. Which is there's some advice. Never do that. Never do that. You'd be better off checking your horoscope. Never do that. Right? <laughs> Someone's circling back to you. Yeah, well, I'm going to be circling back with him later on today. Let me tell you. Uh oh. I might hit block on the phone. Oh no. Time now for the uh, mystery oldie. We do this uh, every Wednesday morning. It's a little clip of a classic song. It goes way back. This is a moldy, goldy, oldie, okay? Not a song you hear on the regular here at this radio station. If you can identify what it is, we'll name that tune. First person to correctly do it will win a $100 gift card to Chef Mike's ABG, one of our favorites in Seaside oh, Park. great mm-hmm. place. Save the bacon right there on the bar. That's a great place. So good. <laughs> Listen closely. Here it is. No, I think that's pretty easy today. Mystery oldie of the day, 732-774-4444. Let me grab a couple of calls, see if we can get a winner, because I got a feeling it's going to be a quick one, this gift card. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hey, is it CCR Hey Tonight? Is it CCR Hey Tonight? No. They're very close, though, so I got a feeling. Mm. got a feeling we're getting a winner. Mm. Hi, it's the boss. Hey, is it Proud Mary? Nope. 
Hi, it's the boss, Mystery Oldie. Hey, is it uh, Fortunate Son by CCR? Is it Fortunate Son by CCR? I knew it. It was too easy today. <laughs> great song, though. Yeah, that is a great song. Congratulations, my friend. You got yourself a $100 gift card to uh, Chef Mike's ABG in Seaside Park. So enjoy a little bacon on the bar, right, bud? Oh, man, it's really Will good. Do. What's Thank your you. name? Kevin. All right, Daddy. Kevin. Good to have you. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. We'll make sure uh, you get that gift card. Truth be told, we started the show today because it's a nasty, rainy day. I felt like hearing that uh, Here Comes That Rainy Day feeling. So I was thinking uh, The Fortunes. That's a great song. The Fortunes, Joe, is a group that did that. I was looking for another one by them, and then Fortunate Son came up, and I said, well, let's do that. So we had Kermit pull that one, but I think it was too easy. But that's all right. Mm. That's okay. That's all right. We don't always need that's to drag fine. these things out. Yeah. You know? No, they don't always have to be really hard. No. Right. It's supposed to be fun. Here, watch this. Circling back, congratulations again to Kevin. <laughs> That was Fortunate Son. Fortunate Son, CCR. And he gets that gift card from Chef Mike. 100 bucks dinner on us. 1071 The Boss. So nice job on that. And if you missed a ticket announcement, I'll mention that one more time. Eagle Free Ticket Friday. Last chance ticket. See the Eagles Prudential Center this weekend from 1071 The Boss. All right, time now for Hashtag Mom Confessions. Every morning, 720, 920 or so, we hear from moms. We search that hashtag, and we share them on the radio just like this. Moms that get a lot going on. Yeah. Sometimes we hear from moms that have kids that are all grown. They remember mm-hmm. what it was like. Um, teachers, you know, dealing with kids every day. Sure. Grandmoms, and we share them all right here. Ashley Rink said, I'm so proud. I dropped my eight-year-old off to the correct classroom today, and it only took me two weeks to figure it out. Hey, congratulations. Good job. At Ashley Marie 1989 said, my kid handed me a tooth tonight and said, that'll be $5. So I guess we're done with the tooth fairy. <laughs> You're just moving right along the money. You know, if you don't believe, you don't receive. That kid's a capitalist. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And Becky Burroughs said, my son was following me around being annoying. I turned around and asked him what he wanted. And he leaned in and said, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> no notes. Perfect performance. Can't be mad. That's the worst when you get the spam call and it tells you spam risk on your phone, and then they still leave a message. Oh, that's the worst. It's like a three-minute-long message. i got to block that number along with somebody, Why? somebody else today. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 7 in. You might hear yours right here. Your Fast Five and the birthday file coming right up. Video game day just got a lot more responsible. Time to educate your kids with new versions of their favorite video games. Try Zelda the Reader where Link will spend hours reading the classics. Wait, I have to read this? Or try Super Mario Vocabulary Builder. There's also Call of Literacy. Is this the whole book? Minecraft a novel. Library of Legends. Uh, how do I get to the next level? Even Candy Crusher Spelling Test. Can I shoot my way through this? Video game day. Because, hey, we got to try something. That's pretty crazy, though, about the uh, placebo effect with some of those uh, over-the-counter uh, allergy medications. You know, it's funny. One of the, I guess, uh, byproducts of Facebook is you go back and look at your memories. Yeah. And if you've had it for a while, you go, you say, well, gee, I, I was sick then. I was sick mm-hmm, then. Maybe I wasn't mm-hmm. sick. Maybe it was just bad allergies. And I did have bad allergies when I was a kid. I remember I had to go and get a shot when I was a little kid. Right. But then I went through a period where I felt like I didn't have allergies. And we get the cat, and I felt like I had them. So I take this ear tech. I wonder if it's all in my head, if the damn thing well, doesn't actually work. it looks like I'm reading a little bit more on this article. It looks like it's more so the cold medication than the actual allergy medication. Oh, okay. So the, Z- the Zyrtec D does have that in it, but the, the regular Zyrtec 
product does not. So does it so work or does it not work? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I like matter. it. You're going to take it either way. I'll just take it anyway. Sometimes <laughs> I take two or three of them. <laughs> it's a placebo effect for you. Little no Jack Daniels, Jim Beam. You'll be fine. It's a good time. Yes. 72 everywhere from South Amboy right down to Lakehurst and right here at Boss HQ. Uh, on the way, we'll do the birthday file. Last chance to get those in, 732-774-4444. They're busy today. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. My big old training story. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We'll start at number five countdown momentarily. Reminder to keep in touch with us on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071 The Boss Course. And you can find us wherever you get your podcast. We're right there on the website. It's always uh, streaming. You just click that little button. Or if you get the app, you can click our page to the app and listen that way, too. And you do the Bluetooth, you know, if you're stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. And there's no commercials on there. No music. It's just, yes. uh, just all the funny. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Number five, here's a flight attendant on an EasyJet flight out of England. i got to be honest with you. I don't know that I've heard of EasyJet. You travel all the time. You ever done EasyJet? I've never seen an EasyJet, no. Mm-mm. It's going to be a British airline or mm-hmm. a, a European airline anyway. Uh, there's a couple, and they're spotted going into the bathroom together. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know what that's all about. So the flight attendant knocks on the door and pries it open. I don't know if they have a key on the... I, no. I don't think you can open a bathroom door. I thought that's one place where they don't have cameras. They don't have a, yeah, a key yeah. to open the door. But you open the door because... Everyone knows what's going on, and this is what happened. Of course, someone's recording all of this going down on the flight. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I mean, they're clearly going at it. The guy just steps out of the bathroom with no pants, and he's like, hey, how are you? And that's when you hear the crowd go, oh, my God, the man has got no pants. Oh, my God. The most amazing thing about this, and I think we've discussed it before, is how people manage to fit in that little lavatory. I don't know if the European airlines have got a bigger bathroom. I can't go in there just myself. I mean, the thing is about five feet by two feet. Mm -hmm. I don't know how anybody goes in there and finds that to be a sexy situation. It absolutely boggles my mind. You just make it work. Yeah, okay. You make it work. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Can we hear the reaction of the crowd? The guy comes out with his ding-dong hanging out there. Oh, my God. Hello. There are a couple of people getting a thrill of their life. They're like, hello. Why would the flight attendant open the door? I don't you know how know, she opened the door either. You know what they're doing in there. Why would just reprimand them when they come out? What are you going to do at that point? They're already doing it. Why well, open the door? Maybe he opened the door. He's like, come on in. The more oh. the merrier. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. <laughs> this toddler hasn't learned to speak yet, but she's going to argue with grandma anyway. Okay. Her mom uh, took the video of her arguing with grandmama. Yeah. That amazing audio from the future Aww. when I talk to Big Boss Bob later on today. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute. She obviously has learned from the best. Yeah. <laughs> She's a good arguer already with no words. Number four, Ed Sheeran crashed a couple's wedding, the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. So here's the woman, uh, the woman minister officiating the ceremony, getting interrupted as Ed walks in with his guitar and background singers. Brought his background singers with him, too. I think this is a little strange, but you be the judge. It- as you continue to walk down the well, is this how it feels to be in love? This is magical. Now, the couple looks Aww. like they're, oh, wow, it's Ed Sheeran. Oh, my God, this is magical. Yeah. If that were me. 
And if that were, I would think most people that spend how many thousands of dollars on a wedding? Well, not at the Little White Wedding Chapel in Vegas. <laughs> so are you just drunk at the Wedding Chapel in Vegas? You don't know what's happening? You don't care what's happening? Well, I don't know if that's the case, but I don't think they're spending thousands of dollars. Now, it's- listen, if it's the reception and Ed Sheeran shows up and does a song instead of uh, them playing Cool in the Gang, fine. But in the middle of the ceremony, I think I would have been pretty ticked if Ed Sheeran walks in and he's like he's filming a music video. Doesn't that seem strange? Yeah, I'd be all about it. That sounds great. So, Come on, Ed Sheeran, let's go. You flash back to our wedding. Uh-huh. If you're in church, yes. in the middle of the ceremony, we're gathered here today, do you take so-and-so? And then Ed Sheeran walks in and was like, oh, wow, hey, it's Ed Sheeran. You, you wouldn't... I would be very excited if it was if it was an artist I liked, like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Now, if it was an artist I didn't like and they came in and did that, there would be an issue. I don't care who it is. They're interrupting your moment, your wedding ceremony, this once-in-a-lifetime oh, day. I mean, listen, even the marriage doesn't work out. It's still a once-in-a-lifetime day for you and this person. I mean, come on. I, I hear what you're saying. Too, too, I like Ed Sheeran fine, but I don't want him interrupting my wedding. To Ed Sheeran's defense, though, he did not walk into a church. He walked into the Little White, White Wedding, wedding Chapel, Chapel in Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yes. where I believe they filmed that scene in the Hangover movie. Yes, exactly. All right, fine. Point taken. <laughs> Number three, we will go to Massachusetts here for a Guinness World Record there in the great state of Massachusetts. That's how they talk there. Hello. (laughs) I don't know why that. Everybody to me in Massachusetts has a Mark Wahlberg accent. It doesn't sound like that. All right. Okay. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. 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 That's what. That's how I hear. I hear Boston. Well, there are two hear. different. Uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, yeah, I'm King Charles. And then there's the. Hey, Governor, how are you? I like guess. there's the same thing up in Massachusetts because I grew up right next door, right? Mm-hmm. They're the, they're the people that talk very uh, very much like they're a politician from 1924. And then you're right. There are the. Uh, I like the. Hey, what are you doing? You want to go to Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, you know, like it's that. it's almost like Goomba, but not quite. <laughs> I like when they talk like Ted. There's a. Uh, <laughs> like Ted, the talking bear. <laughs> the talking teddy bear. Get his world record. It's amazing you don't have a restraining order for Mark Wahlberg. You've stuck the man <laughs> on more than one movie set. It's amazing he has not taken out litigation against you. It is amazing. Massachusetts man broke the Guinness World Record. You know, I love these things. Yeah. For most hops on a pogo stick, all while raising money for charity. His name is uh, James Romolotus. Ended up breaking the record. You ready for this? 115,179 bounces on the pogo stick. Wow. There's a woman uh, who went to record this little spectacle and it's almost like she's doing play-by-play like it's ESPN for the guy in the pogo stick. Pretty funny. Today we're here for Hopping for Heroes. It is a combination of a world record attempt for most consecutive jumps on a pogo stick and a fundraiser for local veterans services. Today we're raising money for the center uh, and home for veterans. Which Which is great and it's a really nice cause and I'm glad they did that but you got to admit the guy looks absolutely ridiculous. Here's a grown man he's 40 something years old in khakis bouncing up and down on a pogo stick for 115,000 bounces. Yes, I, I agree with you. Have you ever tried to jump on a pogo stick? I don't think I've ever been on a pogo stick. Have it's you been ex- on a pogo it's stick? It's extremely difficult. I don't even know where I would buy a pogo Where do you get a pogo stick? I don't know. I was at the store and they had a pogo Does stick. Does Toys R Us sell pogo was, sticks? Well, Toys R Us isn't a thing anymore, but... All right. I, That's true. I was at I probably Target and they had one and I tried. <laughs> Right on the ground. It was horrible. This store has pumpkin spice butter and pogo sticks. I love you, Target. (laughs) You are a stone cold weirdo. You know that? No, I've I've never been on on a pogo stick. Very difficult. 115,000. You buy that Guinness World Record book at the uh, Five Below store? Mm -hmm. This guy will be in it. James from from Massachusetts. Good for him. Hey, good for you, bro. Say hi to your mother for me. Good for you. Howard Mark Wahlberg say that? Say hi to your mother for me. That's right. 
probably find a couple of Mark Wahlberg movies on the uh, Disney Plus. Bonus, bonus story for you. Disney has announced they're increasing their ad tiers of Disney Plus. Hulu, uh, which they own. I didn't mm. realize this, but Disney owns Hulu. Yeah, and ESPN, I believe. Yeah, but ESPN is just a, a network. This is the streaming app. Right, right. Oh, I see. Because mm-hmm. you can get ESPN through Hulu, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you're looking for the uh, the free, the t- no commercial packages on Disney Plus and Hulu, uh, Disney going up from 11 bucks to 14 bucks a month. Listen to Hulu is going from $14.99 to $18. I mean, that is highway robbery. All they need is a, a lot. is a mask and a pistol for the love of God. It's like being a great train robbery or something. Wow. That's a lot. $18 a month for the Hulu. So, <sighs> You know what you could do is just have cable because it's the mm-hmm. exact same damn thing. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. I know. The problem now, though, is that you have to have... Well, you don't have to have it, but if you have cable, you also want to have all of the other streaming platforms. Don't you have to call the cable company to get internet in the first place anyway? You might as you well, do. I, listen, I'm not an advocate for the cable company, but you might as well just have cable at this point because to have all these streaming services, it costs you 80 bucks a month. But a lot of these streaming services carry these shows now that the networks don't carry. So if you have cable, now you're missing out on the show. Whereas before, yeah. you would have the cable and you're streaming and you're missing out on things. Now it's the opposite effect. So now you want both of them. Which is just... Joe, who do we know that's smart and has a few bucks that would be into the idea of creating, you know, like a, a cable hub, but of streaming services, and you pay one fee, and then you get all the services. You know, maybe it's like 120, I think for like 120 bucks a month, you get them all, they're all there, you don't have to download anything, it's one button. I feel like if we could come up with that, we'd be very wealthy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I don't know anybody, I mean, I can't even think me. of, I, I mean, doesn't, isn't, doesn't Hulu kind of do that already? Well, no, not with Netflix and with uh, Amazon. You only get yeah, network shows without commercials. You know, it's the it's the main TV channels without commercials. That's all Hulu right. is. You still have to have each individual yeah. streaming thing to have. Diff- now, they're, you know what's funny is now these shows are coming to the streaming networks and the shows are being re-aired on cable networks like Yellowstone first aired streaming and now yeah. they're bringing it back to CBS on the on the cable. Well, I think that's because so, of the writer's yeah, strike. They got nothing. They I got know, nothing. but it's just funny that it's before it was on Hulu, you would have to have ABC or cable to watch yeah. it and then you would have to wait for, on Hulu to see it and now it's the opposite thing is happening. So you have to have it all right. or you don't get to see anything. They probably uh, edit those things down quite a bit. I imagine you don't get to see Kevin Costner's butt cheeks on CBS. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. if you're hoping to see I don't him, know either. Probably I don't out know. Out of luck on CBS. <laughs> bonus, bonus story. Uh, speaking of butt cheeks, Kate Winslet was interviewed this week, and she said, "When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to nude scenes, she says, don't waste your precious energy. This goes for any woman. You're better off saying, I believe in myself. It doesn't matter what people think. This is who I am. Let's get on with it. I'm getting naked. So you hire Kate Winslet for your movie. Let's do it. And let me say, you must feel good about your body because if your attitude about being naked is, this is me, let's get on with it. Man, That's you're setting the scene. There's nothing but romance right there. I mean, good for her for being confident enough to sure. be able to do that. She's been naked in a lot of her movies. So a she, lot of movies. She's obviously <laughs> very confident. And let's just get on with it. Good for her. I mean, she's right, though. This is what it is. It's not changing. This is what you see is what you got. Yo, that's what I say to the... Uh, the intern is when I go in there. He's like, all right, let's get on with it. Drop him. Let me check it out. All right. Burp, 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 burp. Yep, you're good. No growths. <laughs> Drop him. Let's get on with it. You say that to the intern? Not the intern. You know, the, what do you call him? The guy, the, your your primary care doctor. Oh, your doctor. Your I internist. You said, you said that to the intern. Oh, I, I thought was... you the intern. That's what I thought no, he said. No, not I was the like, intern. What? Come on. What That's what you said. <laughs> the internist. I said the that internist. That is what you said. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. The you internist did is, a, is a name for a primary care doctor. 
Right, but that isn't what you said. You said the intern. All right, well, I meant the internist. Okay. Okay. That, I mean, okay. That's why I thought that's you said I the intern, both of us though. Like, I was like, wait. You're what? asking interns to drop their pants? <laughs> what? what? Hey, baby. Hey, listen. It's not the 80s anymore. Uh, how you doing? No, you're a primary care doctor going to check your balls for cancer, Joe. That's what I'm trying to say. All Jesus. Right. Way to prolong the whole thing. Got it. Well, we both heard- Internist. We both heard intern. You we- didn't say internist. You said intern. <sighs> We got nervous for you. Which Should- was shocking. You can't say it was shocking. <laughs> Which was shocking. We were shocked. All right. Maybe we'll go back and rewind. We rewind. I'm told while we're in the middle of this, I can't stop the tape and rewind. Okay. But I'll go. you want me to go back and check? <laughs> no, I'm fine. No, it's fine. I know. Obviously, I, I wouldn't say intern. I said well, internist. That's why we were both like, what? For the love of God. Robbie's going, Robbie's going into the intern room and ask him to drop their pants. Holy, what the fuck goes on in that place? <laughs> that's just awful. That's awful. Well, that's what you said. That's not what I said. It was a stip of the tongue. <laughs> do I even have to finish this now? Where do we go from here? I don't know. Jesus. Number, number two. There's a, listen to this. There's a 25-year-old who's an incandescent light bulb enthusiast. Not happy about the nationwide ban. Everybody's switching to LED. So he has dropped thousands of dollars, he says, to hoard about 3,500 incandescent bulbs. So he has a lifetime supply and will never have to buy an LED. There's a guy helping the environment. There's He's one-man show affecting climate change right there. Uh, what a stupid idea that is. It is stupid. And those are expensive. And they're messy when they break. I mean, go for it. You can have them. All if right. I have any, I'll send them to you. What's your address? Turn on the light. Drop your pants. Let's get on with it. <laughs> and number one, there's a new article out. Makes uh, the case for bringing smoking sections back in restaurants. Oh, jeez. They say it's more fair because while smoking is legal, why are we singling people out telling them they have to go outside? Uh, having a smoking area and a coffee shop described by cool by one uh, Reddit user. Your thoughts on that? I don't no. hate that. I no. don't hate that idea. No. Terrible. Terrible idea. I thought there was something kind of uh, sophisticated, very uh, rat pack about having the cigarette machine at the front of the restaurant. No. You know no. what I mean? It was like walking into the uh, Goodfellas set a little bit. Oh, I don't care about a cigarette machine, but but not, no. You no. can't smoke in restaurants. No. No. Because the it adds smoking- a little flavor to your calamari. No, no, that, no it does and not. And that's the problem, is the smoking section is is separated by a booth. Uh-huh. And so your smoke is coming over to my side, and I don't want to smell it, and I don't want your lung cancer, so you can keep that to yourself. So if you want to kill yourself slowly with your little cancer stick, you right. can go outside. Wow. It's I not totally good agree. for you. It's not good for you. I'm going to roll back the tape and see if I said intern or internist, and I'm also going to send that little bit of audio to Philip Morris. So, so send it to him. <laughs> so he's banned. He's banned. He's not allowed to even be on here. So send it to him. It's not good for you. It's a, well, it's a company, not a guy. I don't care. Good luck with that. Wednesday, mm-hmm. world famous celebrity birthday file. Every day, I think it's the last show. Every day, I really do. <laughs> Wednesday, Celebrity Birthday File. Niall Horan from that uh, One Direction group. He's 30. Ben Savage, he was the Boy Meets World kid. Mm-hmm. He's 43 today. Wow. Paul's daughter, the fashion designer, Stella McCartney, 52. is Starkey, that's Ringo's son, oh. and uh, a former drummer f- played with The Who. He's 58 today. Tyler Perry, I think he's the richest guy in all the show business, isn't he? I think he's he? one of them, yeah. 54. The Roastmaster, Jeffrey Ross, celebrating his birthday. Randy Jones from The Village People. He was the cowboy. He's 71 oh. today. Peter Cetera from Chicago, who hates Joe Nolan. <laughs> yes. He's 79 today. And we got a text message here. Taylor, listener Taylor, listens every day in the car with her mom. I don't know why. God God forbid. But uh, it's her sweet 16 today. So happy, uh, happy sweet birthday. 16. Happy birthday, sweet 16 to Taylor. Uh, celebrating today. It is National Hug Your Boss Day. Nope. And National Bald 
is Beautiful Day. Oh. Bald is Beautiful Day. Yeah, that's awesome. I've always wondered what I would look like as a bald guy. I'm fascinated by that. There's a reason I got a beard is because I was too lazy to shave all the time. I'm thinking wouldn't have to go get my hair cut if I just shaved it off. You have to shave it all the time because you still have hair. And I'm thinking about it. You're going to shave your head? Really? I'm thinking about it. I didn't say I'm doing it. I'm thinking about it. Can you not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Can you not? It's, it's just not my jam. I feel like I'd have all kinds of blemishes on my head. That's, that's my concern. <laughs> yeah. red, well, that too. Little red bumps. And rolls. <laughs> I'm going to play this for you, Taylor. A little piece of it anyway. Oh, I was just going to find I, I just pulled it up too. All right. Happy birthday, Taylor. I hope you enjoy your day. I See, that was play the hook. That was the hook. That's all you need. No. All right. I don't need to play the whole song. That's that's, that's a great song. Need. It's two minutes long. We, don't we have a very important traffic report to do, don't we? No. We Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, you can Neil Sedaka. My goodness. That's, that's great. How yeah. often do you get to play Neil Sedaka? Well, I Never. did just I did just play Neil Sedaka, and that's really yeah, all we need. For five seconds. Why don't you just drop your pants and get on with it, will oh you? Oh, my God. <laughs> it might be the last show. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I said internus. No, you didn't. Go ahead. Read your text messages so people make it fun of me. Go oh, ahead. no. There's just a, there's a lot. I heard him say internist. Thank I, you. I, I he Thank def- you, because I did say internist, you sick people. He definitely said intern. He said intern. I believe he said intern. He definitely said intern. And then someone said, oh, someone said, Robbie, I love you, but you definitely said intern, not internist. And then Holly, she said Freudian slip. I'm one step away from just walking out of this building today, okay? (laughs) One step. You think about that. It's he said. I'll pull this car over. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. It was a very funny video that <laughs> I saw yesterday. I sent this to you. Did you, you watch the video yet? I did. British couple on vacation in Memphis going to see Graceland. Big tourist attraction, of course. Elvis's house, right? The guy rips off his shirt. He's wearing shorts, takes off his shoes, jumps in Elvis's pool. You know, because they walk you right by and not everything is roped off, but right, they get a tour right. guide and I guess they assume that you'll be enough of a functioning adult human not to <laughs> not to take your shirt off and jump in the pool like a crazy bird. Well, this guy did. They were escorted off the property. No word whether or not the, the Graceland estate is pressing charges with local PD. But I got us thinking, what got you kicked out of someplace? Now, maybe it's your mother throwing you out of the house. Maybe you get thrown out of a fancy restaurant or, or gosh, a tourist attraction, a, a venue like Graceland, for, yeah. for crying out loud. What gets you kicked out of someplace? Now, as you know, I have had my indiscretions in the past, and I got myself thrown out of uh, the Carlisle Hotel. Fancy hotel, famous hotel in New York. Because I had a fight with my then uh, girlfriend, and I threw something and got thrown out. I didn't throw it at her, but I threw it at the wall out of frustration and got thrown out. Man, you don't even see it coming. Those big guys pick you up and throw you right in the sidewalk like the garbage you are. Did you throw a glass? I did, threw? yeah. I was drinking a scotch, and I threw it at the bar. Wow. And I don't even know what happened. I mean, I was hammered, you know. So I'm lucky I didn't have charges taken out against me. I should have, because that was obviously... Uh, yeah, obviously a terrible thing to do, and I'm not proud of it, but it happened, and I was thrown out in the sidewalk, and they told me I'm banned for life, never come back here again, you you jerk, you, which is which is rightfully so. Do you think they have your photo up at the bar? I hope they do, because it was a terrible, terrible act. Now, granted, I was provoked, but that's a whole different story for another time. What about you? You ever been thrown out of someplace? You know, we talked about this yesterday, something you can be proud of never having done, and I've never been thrown out personally but mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. after we said that i started thinking about it and this happened not that long ago 
while with the kids, the kids were actually thrown out of a mall. Really? I don't think I know this. Yes, because uh, I was with my friend and her three boys, and they were just making us crazy, and they wanted to walk up the down escalator. <laughs> and we uh-huh. were just like, I don't care. Just go. Just We don't care. So they kept doing it. And there was a lot of people, and security came, and they kicked the kids out. Wow. So I guess we were kicked out because we let the kids do it. So, But yes, the wow. children were kicked out because we were just wanted them to get away from us. And between that and joining the Mile High Club, you really are just a world-class <laughs> criminal. You're Lex Luthor over here. <laughs> Blofeld. What did you do to get kicked out of some place? Give us a story. Time to fess up. I just fessed up. Listen, I fessed up. How about you? 732-774-4444. Call us or text us. We prefer if you call us. And you can remain anonymous if you want. Or on Facebook if you want to do it that way. There it is. Your he said. She said. Those are next. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. If you're wanting some free money, you've come to the right place. We get your chance to win it with the high-low free money game. No winner this morning. So the cash jackpot number two. Stands. We had a winner yesterday afternoon. Deuce gave away eight hundred sixty-seven dollars. That yes. was the correct guess. It's a number between one hundred and seven mm-hmm. and one thousand seven. So, uh, pretty good money, no matter what. Yeah. And it'll be a number ending in seven. You just got to guess it exactly to win it all. Or we'll tell you if you're too high or too low. Mm-hmm. We do it every morning at the six o'clock hour, the nine o'clock hour, and then again it happens uh, at work at one and on the ride home at five. So mm-hmm. make it really four chances to win. Plus, there's a bonus one thousand seven dollars if you sign up. You could be randomly picked for that bonus. One thousand seven bucks, mm-hmm. right there. One zero seven one theboss.com and all the info. I just all those times and all of that. If that's you're driving and you're like, huh, it's right there. One zero seven one theboss.com. <laughs> Meantime, our he said, she said, is underway. There's a story this morning. British couple tourists visiting Graceland in Memphis. Guy decides to take off his shirt, jump in Elvis's pool. So of course they pull him out of there, escort him off the property. No word on charges as of yet. Haven't seen anything about that. But it got us thinking. What did you do to get yourself kicked out of someplace? Seth said, I was kicked out of a hockey rink for throwing a beer on the ice. Well, now there are some, uh, like in your hometown, they throw the octopus on the ice. There are some places where they encourage that kind of uh, rowdy behavior. They do. Not during the game, though. Not while they're playing. So it's it's in between. But yes. 3024 said, I was on Bourbon Street with my future wife at the Hustler Club, and we got (laughs) thrown out because we started kissing. Is in the Hustler Hustler? It's the Hustler Club. I didn't realize there was such a thing. Yeah. That's uh, New Orleans, right? right Bourbon yeah. Street? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Text from 2321 said, the National Holocaust Museum in oh D.C. I was making too much noise, apparently. Oh, my God. That's horrible. That's <laughs> horrible. That really is horrible. If you're not interested, don't go. Don't be a jerk. Well, I'll I, tell you what. The... That you remind me, though, of uh, of two stories. When I was in school, I was kicked out of an art museum for being loud. Yeah. Hey, me and my hoodlum friend Frankie. Look at that. <laughs> it looks like bird poop. I remember he said that. I got us thrown out. Uh-huh. Uh, and I guess uh, similarly to, uh, to that story, it wasn't me, but and no one was thrown out, but I saw this happen. I went to a, a convention in Memphis, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. um, and they, gave, they had a dinner for us at the, uh, the National Civil Rights Museum, which is built around the hotel where Dr. King was shot. Right, so it's, a, it's right. a somber, and you walk through, and you, the room has been preserved as it was the night he was killed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, uh, frankly, an unpleasant experience. It's sure. a very, very sad thing to do. And radio and record weasels being the way they are where there's a tour guide who's giving us the history of what happened here and you're just like whoa this is I've seen pictures this is unbelievable to be standing here and this guy's like hey how you doing Scooter McGregor uh, interested in a boarding show in Chattanooga Tennessee and I'll, and you know the guy kind of looked at him like what well, I'm trying to give a tour of this very somber historical place yeah the guy should have been thrown out for that don't you he think he should have yeah he's absolutely. handed out his CDs of his show like a weasel it's too much alright let's go to line two 
Good morning, Robbie. How you doing, bud? Super fan Ray in the house. Okay, this is kind of a long story, but I got my sister-in-law's entire wedding party thrown at a funeral parlor <gasps> because I had the brilliant idea to play a corpse because we actually taking pictures there because it's raining. But I decided to lay down on the sofa and play a corpse, and they <laughs> came in, found me, and they were not real happy about it. <laughs> First of all, Ray, that's hilarious. Second of all, you just reminded me, I forgot about this. I was also thrown out of a funeral, well, uh, awake. I, my, uh, unfortunately, I had a cousin that passed away young, and I wasn't particularly fond of the guy. And me and uh, one of my uncles were laughing, and the, fu- the funeral director asked us to leave. Oh so I'm God. with you, buddy. I'm oh. with you. There you go. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> that made me feel at home. Good morning. It's a boss. Yeah, okay, this, this brings back memories. I had to close my car windows because I don't want anyone to hear. <laughs> I, the one and only time I got kicked out of a place was in Biravino in Red Bank, but at the time it was Basil Tees, which was a place I used to go to a lot. It was a haunt of mine. And um, boyfriend at the time and I, we got, you know, of course alcohol was involved. Uh-huh. And, you know, we were drinking and we got into an argument and he, he took somebody's phone and he threatened to throw it and then... Um, we got asked to leave, and then when I came in by myself, thinking it would be okay because I was without him, a couple of weeks later, bartender comes up to me and says, you have to go. And I was humiliated beyond belief. Whoa. And, yeah, and a couple of years later, like, I went in, and my boyfriend, my new boyfriend at the time, had to actually ask. I was so nervous. I was like, you know, it, it, it's humiliating. Can she please come back in here? And he's like, and the owner was like, well, we're not going to have any trouble. And I'm like, no, 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 but... That was it's such a it's such an awful feeling. It's it's humiliating. Well, how about you and me? We go and try the Carlisle Hotel, see if they oh let me in. God. I'll get you a drink. <laughs> oh yeah, I say we definitely go for it. All right. I was thrown out of that place if you missed the earlier story. I didn't realize how many of these stories I had until we started talking about it, tell you the truth. Yeah. Where'd you get kicked out of? <laughs> a few more on the way. Love to hear from you. Line's ringing. You'll get through. 732-774-4444. Same number to text or Facebook. Now, before we go any farther, Kermit has, uh, has got the audio from a few moments ago. Mm. I said internist, not intern, when I was talking about being asked to drop my pants. Uh-huh. Here's the audio. All right, let's this is it. from a few minutes ago, right? Ready? Okay. Everybody quiet. The intern is when I go in there. He's like, all right. The intern is when I go in there. He's like, all right. You hear that? It's the audio. This I is still hear your intern. The intern is when I go in. There. The intern is. I, I'm going to be on. The intern is. The intern is when I. The intern is. When I, I think I, I just didn't fully pronunciate my words. So. Well, when you're talking about dropping your pants in front of somebody, <laughs> this may be a time when you should enunciate who you're dropping your pants in front Over of. Over enunciate. Over enunciate who you're dropping. That's your fair. Pants. I failed as a broadcaster there, but I in fact did not say. <laughs> Intern. I was saying internist. I just said internist. I should have said internist. The intern is when I go in. The intern is when I go in. I still hear intern, but I I understand what you were trying to say. I I hate all of you people. (laughs) And you too, Tito Pointy Brian, who's trolling me right now on the Text Connect. You too. Love having Uncle Ross here doing the horrible scopes again every day. Kind of a... Kind of a tradition. He's been doing it for so He was the first guy that ever did horrible scopes on the radio, so... Or horror scopes on the radio, but horrible scopes. See how it goes here? Did you hear the uh, audio earlier? We went back no, and I found, did not. found the audio. All right, I'll play the. Uh, I lost it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> this is a clip of me saying internists, not interns earlier. That's when I go in there. He's like, all right, let's get on with it. Drop him. Let me check it out. All right. Burp, 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 burp. Yep, you're good. Don't. No, that's not the clip. Where's the clip of me saying? Well, anyway, listen, we went back and heard the clip, Joe, and I'm telling you, it was. Uh, I was just mumbling. That's what it was. It was an internist. But I should have said internists. Interns. Interns. Rochelle scolded me for not being a broadcaster. Well, I just said when you are talking about dropping your pants in front of someone, <laughs> you should really specify and you should Who really that be. Person is. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, Enunciate totally, yes. who you're talking about.
Right. right. I do have this ready to go. We dug this up. I mentioned I just got a treasure trove of old uh, goodies from Joe's storied career, including some oh, stuff geez. from the from the original big show. So take a listen to this. Everywhere in the world is Joseph P. Nolan. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's fun. You remember that? Oh, that was, yeah, sure. That was, um... That was like that Matt Lauer thing they did. Rockapella. That was Rockapella. And they used to do that, um, the thing, remember Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? That Mm -hmm. song that used to, that show that used to be on? That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they came in and they did a whole song uh, about me. Well, that's fun. Man, how flattering. I have it here somewhere. I have it here somewhere. How flattering for you. (laughs) Oh, it's great. No, it's really actually pretty cool. No, that is good. Um, I haven't found a traffic jingle yet. But speaking of TV shows, happy anniversary to everybody who's been involved and who is involved in the Scooby-Doo franchise. Scooby-Doo premiered this day of 1969 over there on the Columbia Broadcasting System. The original voice of Shaggy, Casey Casey Kasem, counting counting them down and playing the hits from coast to coast and around the world. And now I'm dead. I was waiting for it. My crazy ex-wife put me on ice for a year and a half, and now I'm rotting underground. I'm Casey Kasem. Now on with the survey. A long-distance dedication for Joe Nolan, who's somewhere in the world. I'm here. I just have suddenly a lot of CDs, and I'm trying to find the one that I'm about to... I can't find it. Well, per- perhaps something for tomorrow. We've got 25 hours a week to fill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was that was actually really, really cool. And they did that. And uh, I think Todd wrote it. And um, and they, you know, it was all about doing the traffic. It was really funny. It was actually very, very funny. Those guys but were it, like it, pentatonics before pentatonics. Right. No, they were better than pentatonics, I think. I mean, Ooh. they were great. Yeah. They were great. I mean, they were really I wonder what happened to them. And they did the the actual theme song to that Carmen San Diego show, didn't they? Yes, yeah. yeah. And it was it was just you know different words, but the same song. Mm. And, and they also did the thing for the Today Show. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? Right. Yes. Right. So no. you're just like Matt Lauer. No. <laughs> no. Work. No. See what I did there? You're just like Matt, <laughs> like Scoobs. That's funny. A lot of wild answers today. There's a story about a guy getting thrown out of Graceland for jumping in Elvis's pool this week. So it got us thinking, what got you kicked out of some place? Kelsey said, my friends and I were kicked out of a Walmart for playing hide and seek. (laughs) You see kids running wild in stores sometimes. Yeah. And I always blame the parents, but I guess you kick the kids out. I don't know. Ruben said, Chuck E. Cheese during my son's third birthday. A friend and I were playing air hockey and things got a bit intense, shouting, cursing, causing the puck to go flying into other people. It was a very fun day. You thought I had trouble with intern. It's a good thing you didn't just screw up that word. You yes, would have been in real trouble. Yes. <laughs> and nine eight one five said I was I'm banned for life from any Universal Studios owned property Whoa. anywhere in the world, and I don't want to talk about why. Huh? Well, there's only uh, there's only a couple ways I imagine that could happen. Uh, you jump out of a ride and cause danger for yourself and the other people. Yeah. Um, you get belligerent and start causing a massive scene using vulgar language mm-hmm. or there's some sort of a physical altercation or a combination of all of the above sure. would be my guess yeah would be my to be thrown out of a, a all theme of them park. wow ban not just thrown out but completely remember banned. the old action park that was encouraged there they let you do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> or that jungle safari place that yeah, used to be near joe's yeah, house yeah. when he's growing up all right let's go to line two grab one more hides the boss uh yeah when i was in the navy uh uh we were on liberty at manila in the philippines got in a bar fight and we got hauled off to the brig myself and about the 20 shipmates. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoops. It makes for a great story, doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. Like McHale's Navy. All right, we'll keep this going on to Facebook, or you can text us even after the show, 774-4444. What got you kicked out of some place? Thank you for those.